Now, let's talk about LPG, something a little out of left field for this time of the morning on a show like this. But like many of you, I've lived and stayed at places where you haven't got the gas mains coming in and feeding maybe the oven or the cooktop and hot water, etc., etc. It's in a bottle. The gas is in a bottle, LPG. Now, if we listen to what government is saying and what those who support government are saying, fossil fuels are for the highway. Won't be long, they'll be just out of here. We're going to blow up coal-fired power stations. We know the ACT are already banning gas main connections to new properties. So you have to imagine that LPG is going in the same direction, or is it? We do like a fossil fuel on this show, and we do like talking about their future, which is why I'm going to talk to the Gas Energy Australia CEO, Brett Heffernan, who's on the line. How are you, Brett? Good luck yourself. Very well indeed. Is LPG for the highway? Well, not at all. The research that we've undertaken shows that LPG is making the transition to a renewable source, 100% renewable, that is not only net zero in the short term, but actual zero over the longer term. So we're talking about a serious game changer here to the thinking that suggests that electrification is the only way you can achieve zero emissions. So that's very confronting. How do you have gas? How do you have LPG that's renewable? Isn't it all a, a fossil fuel? Not at all. In terms of its existing manufacture, yes, it is. It's derived from natural gas. It's a byproduct of natural gas. Yep. But through the eight pathways that the research has identified, it kicks off in 2025. And let me just give you a brief summary of that. What we're looking at, there are three plants in Australia slated to produce sustainable aviation fuel. And as part of that process, they use hydrogen and they also use vegetable oils in order to create sustainable aviation fuel. A byproduct of that is 100% renewable LPG. Now, based on their projections on what they will produce from 2025, we're talking about 135 million litres of renewable LPG, which instantly replaces about 11% of the conventional LPG market. Wow. So does all LPG used in Australia come from Australia? Is it produced here? Don't tell me we import any. Well, there's a little bit of a mixed bag there because we do produce all of it here. We do export some, and one of the vagaries or, or peculiarities is that we do import some back, and that's based on the tyranny of distance. If it's produced in Western Australia, for instance, the weird thing is it's actually cheaper to import it from, say, Asia into Brisbane and Sydney and Melbourne and so on rather than transport across the country. So it's just one of those economic realities. So you're telling me it's cheaper to buy our gas our LPG from parts of Asia than it is to transport across the country. That's just the, the, one of the peculiarities, I suppose, the quirks of a nation of our size. If you think about shipping it across from one side of the country to the other or indeed trucking it across, those costs are prohibitive when you're talking about Australian infrastructure. So with sustainable aviation fuel plants, and I think you mentioned that there were three and these will start opening from 2025. Is there any reason why there won't be more than three and hence even more of this renewable LPG down the track? Yeah, exactly. And these three plants are only the beginning. Um, there's, right. there's likely to be more. And part of the business model for the three plants, of course, is not only servicing domestic aviation industries, but looking as an export sector. So by definition, as the production of sustainable aviation fuel increases, so too does the byproduct, which is renewable LPG. So tell me again what percentage of the LPG we use here would be renewable and by when? 
Well, none of it's renewable at the moment, but no. from 2025, when those three plants start operation, we're looking at an 11% replacement of conventional demand, um, which is a huge first step. Yeah. But what we've also modelled here is by 2045, is conventional LPG will replace entirely by renewable LPG. So it'll be phased out by 2045. This must get government excited, does it? Well, we would hope so. Certainly governments are very fixated on things like electrification. And when it comes to gases, they're fixated as well on hydrogen and biomethane. I suppose the thing for us, for government, if we're not asking for anything, we're not asking for seed funding or R&D funding or joint project funding. As an industry, we will simply get on with this. What we are asking from government is a level playing field. And I think that by definition of what we've been able to outline here, they should be seeing LPG as complementary to their needs. So the whole idea that all gases are the same is quite frankly wrong. Yeah. In 2023, gas has a very viable, very important role to play, and that gas is LPG. You know, a year ago, we were told by the state treasurer in New South Wales, maybe don't turn on your dishwasher tonight if you can avoid it. But everywhere you turn, from motor vehicles to, you know, removing gas appliances from houses, we're being told we must go electricity. We must get electrical appliances. We must live a life driven by electricity. And, you know, gas is in the naughty corner. This takes gas out of the naughty corner, doesn't it? And surely we don't have enough capacity to have everything running off electricity. Absolutely. And I think AEMO belled the cat a couple of weeks ago when they demonstrated that Australia is looking at shortages for, of electricity and potential blackouts from the next two years or so. Now, with that sort of a future in mind, doesn't it make sense that when you've got basically a million people between Sydney and Brisbane in the two states on LPG, that you'd want them to stay on LPG rather than switch to more costly electricity in terms of making that switch and then ultimately being less reliable when gas is already available, will be net zero, moving to actual zero over the same time frame, and will be more affordable. Do they do this in other countries right now? Yes, they are. It's fair to say it's a new industry, but in Europe it's been in operation since about 2019, and in the US since the middle of last year, these gases have been in the marketplace. So it's early days, uh, but the technology is sound. It's already in operation, and Australia's ready to go. Why couldn't we get enough renewable LPG to run every household now on gas that faces somewhat of an uncertain future? Why couldn't we even get a gas plant fired by renewable LPG? Is that a thing for the future? Look, technically, in theory, yes. I think in reality, probably not. And the the issue would be the feedstock from the bio waste and from the synthetic gases in order to meet that sort of demand. The LPG sector in Australia, though, fuels 2 million plus Australian homes for their in-home use, let alone all the barbecues and caravans and boating equipment and so on. So it is a significant footprint, but nobody's suggesting it's going to replace the natural gas network. Those guys have got their own issues that they need to get through. But as far as LPG is concerned, we've been seeing um, steady increases for the last 15 years in terms of in-home use. We see no reason why that can't continue. And that's a much-needed complementary energy source that takes pressure off households, pressure off the taxpayer, but still delivers the net zero to zero results. What's the downside? Yeah. And finally, cost. Often when we hear that something's renewable, that, you know, it's got a couple of extra zeros on the end, can you produce this for what you produce LPG now? 
there may be some premiumization involved. It's a little bit difficult to say at this early stages, given it hasn't got off the ground. But the modelling that we've completed through this research suggests that it will be not only affordable and reliable, but be able to meet all of those net zero, zero demands. So uh, part and parcel of our business is to make sure that it is affordable compared to everything else that's going around. How far away is this? The first tranche, the first generation of the transition are these three plants that are scheduled to get off the ground from 2025. That will make its way through the system then. But as I said earlier, the full transition will take 20 years. So from 2025 to 2045, by 2045, all LPG in Australia will be 100% renewable. There you go. Brett, it's a game changer. Great to talk to you. Appreciate your time very much indeed. Fantastic, Luke. Appreciate it. Not at all. Brett Heffernan, Gas Energy Australia, CEO.